Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm sitting here in my machine shop, and uh, today we're going to talk about influencing and being an influencer. You know, one of the definitions of leadership is uh, someone that influences people, and uh, when you follow that definition, a lot of times you go down a path that says, hey, I need to in influence more and more people. And if I can get a following of a thousand people or five thousand people, and I have a large company where I'm I'm employing a lot of people, then I'm really influencing a lot of people, and that and that's true. Uh, you might know people that are uh, have large churches, and they they have now make a church count, make sure that their counts are up, and how many people are we influencing through our leadership? That is really true. There's no question. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your personal influence and how you are an influencer to everyone you're around. You see, uh, when those people are uh, public and that public, uh, that's as much a calling as anything else. It uh, doesn't mean they didn't have to work at it, but it means that uh, they have to be really anointed, I think, by God to do that. And uh, not everybody should even aspire to do that. I know I'm, I'm happy not being that uh, those numbers being high, I'm not saying that in a humble way. I'm just saying that I have a different model to follow, and I think you will follow when I understand what I'm saying here when I, when I discuss this a little further. You see, uh, to have influence, one of the first things, you've got to be consistent. You see, if one day you're up, one day you're down, one day I pay my bills well, and the next month I can't pay my bills, one day my banker's worried about me, the next 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 month everything's fine. I mean, my banker, I've been with the same bankers by people. They've changed their bank name several times, but by people, I've been with them 30 years. And I have influence with them because I'm consistent. I'm not perfect. I'm not, that's not that case at all. I'm consistent. They can check my, my uh, personal credit history. I'm a consistent person with finances. They like that. So I have influence. They want me to, to, to uh, when I ask them for a loan or I deal with a situation, that I have their ear at all times uh, if it's within my, my capabilities. So you want to be a person of consistency. And then you also want to be a person that has high values. I mean, you know that there's people that are influencing teenagers to do bad things. Well, they could be uh, uh, consistently bad and have horrible values. Well, that's not who I want to hang around. Uh, there's some people that even in the business world that I kind of know about some situations that happened and the word got out and I know how they dealt with something and, and they might come into the room where I'm at and there might be a lot of people and I have no reason to try to go up there and just really be friends with them. I'm not going to be rude. I might even decide to kind of exit the building right then because I don't want to be around those people. Yet there's other people when they come into the room or I'm in their presence or I have an opportunity to hear them, I'll go out of my way, out of my personal way to make an effort to hear what they have to say. They have influence. They have high values. That's who we want to be. Now, let's give some examples. Number one, my dad was one of those people. He never wanted to be a speaker. He never strived to be a pastor, never strived to have anything more than a very large farm and ranch, a very large farm and ranch. And he wasn't proud of that. He just worked hard and diligent. He was consistent. He was consistent to the point that, and he had high values, so he was able to function in our community in a way with great respect. 
I remember some situations that, that surfaced and, and uh, I knew my dad's consistency. By the way, your family will know most on those two subjects, not those people that are, are out away from you away. And if you're going to go work with somebody in that regard, you want to look at their family and say, hey, how did things work with their family? Not every, not every situation, every family is perfect. Don't get me wrong. But those closest to you and people around you will be the persons that really know who you are. That's what you want to get down to. Now, what about Sam Walton? I know he's passed on maybe 15, 20 years ago now, but he still is a man. He was, when you read the books, he was consistent. He wasn't one that tried to have his Walmarts in the early days in the biggest cities. He didn't try to compete. He just worked away, plucking away, steady Eddie, ready to go to work every day, always putting the, his nose to the grindstone, always improving his systems, always working out systems to the point back in the 90s, the rest of the stock market and people thought of him as a country bunkin out in Arkansas. They laughed about him. But he didn't care. And as time went on, he became the personal most wealthy man in the world at that time. And I think now if you take his derivatives, I don't know all the details, but some of his heirs are certainly in the top 100 right now. Let's take uh, Bill Gates. Okay, Bill Gates, I've never known him to try to be a public speaker. Yeah, he speaks a few times. He has influence, though. He has huge influence, not just because he has money, but because he's been consistent. He has high values. He's going to, to continue. I happened to visit in satellite, uh, Seattle, I'm sorry, in Seattle, and, and watched his philanthropic uh, efforts where he have a nice uh, the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation. They're doing things. People want to be associated with him, not just because of the money. They are quality people. Let's talk about Dave Green. Dave Green is the owner, the founder of Hobby Lobby and Mardell's Christian Bookstore. He's never been one. Read the book. More than a hobby. He hardly wanted to speak to even his high school class in speech class. His teacher gave a special exemption so that he, he was so timid in speaking, he didn't speak to the whole group. He had to give a speech and he just gave it to her so he could graduate. He's steady. He's got something going. He's ready to blunk away at this. Those are my idols. I don't care. I could care less with the person that has this following of people uh, that, that are doing good. That's great. But they're not my model. My model are these people that I just mentioned. Let's go to the Bible just a little bit. Moses. Moses was one of these guys that... He was so timid, had broken speech. I don't know what it was. God had to give him a spokesman, Aaron. Aaron was Moses' spokesman because Moses was not good at speaking publicly. You get it now? It's not the prettiest girl in the high school senior class. It's not the, the, the guy with the best uh, hot rod car. It's not even the guy person with the most intellect, the most brains. It's a totally different deal. You can have influence and you're making them a mistake if you don't identify it and then use it in the sense of being available to others. Be available to help people. Be available to help the young guy, the young the guy that's that's or gal that's just getting started. Lend them some advice. Be available. Answer their phone calls. I have a core of people that are 10 years older than I am or, or 10 or 15 years older than I am. 
and I've made a point to not bother them, but I want to know their thoughts on certain issues as I face them because they went ahead of me. They have experience in that area. I have experience that I can share with others. You should do the same. Hope this helps. Your business is your platform. Go for it.